This is a Crow's Nest podcast. Heyo, 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 and welcome to a very special episode of Titanic Talkline because it's particularly chock full of nonsense that I just can't wait to get to. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot of housekeeping except, you know, buy a t-shirt, subscribe, leave a review, buy a button, send me an email if you're in the United States and I might just send you some free merch. Uh, And here, enjoy, enjoy. Shut up. I have a trivia thing. I'm going to read you something. And then I'm going to ask you a question about it. <laughs> ask me a question. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> All right, here we go. We stand on the decks of our own modern sophistication and wave goodbye to the old-fashioned virtues of faith in God, marital fidelity, and the sanctity of life, even though our very prosperity was built upon them. Like the passengers of the Titanic who gave no thought to the strength of the Irishmen who built their vessel at the Harlan and Wolf shipyards in Belfast, so do we give no thought to the virtues of those who built our ship of state, and we, like they, do so at our peril. We love this movie because we still love truth. The truth of 1912, and the truth about our own time. There are icebergs ahead, and we know it. Okay. Which currently pretty famous Republican politician wrote that? I was gonna say, that's like the opening lines to Little Women, but no. <laughs> Wait, what? Not... Yes. That was I am lucky enough. Like, I don't currently... keep my head too deep my, my head too deep in Republican <laughs> affairs. You what don't need the to it's a big hell one. Is this? It's a big I one. Mean, I mean it's... like top three. There's too many words in there for Donald Trump to know, so I can't it's be a not Trump. Him. I mean granted they have you know, ghostwriters and shit like that. No, a Republican not. author? James Woods? <laughs> That's what I'm like. I have no... Yeah, I feel bad because I am the last person who would... Well, who is it? Well, what's the, what's the... This was written by former Vice President Mike Pence. The fuck? What's that? <laughs> is, he, did he just, is that like the forward for a book he put out? No, apparently he used to write, like, weird columns for a newspaper, and he wrote oh, why yeah, he yeah. thinks Titanic is is popular. <laughs> oh, so he's equating the Republican platform to, to building the Titanic? Know. And, like, the brave? Oh, no. What? I don't even understand. That's I kind of a weird self-own. Is he talking about America? <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, America's been... Well, it's not like the Irish were slaves, but, like... Maybe they, oh, actually, if you want to talk, maybe he is right. He's talking about America, but like, yeah. And it's funny because he actually, instead of being captain of the Titanic, he's the captain of the iceberg that's, that sank the fucking. I know, right? Like, metaphorical. We know what anyway. the iceberg is, Pence. It's you and your party. Jesus um, Christ. Anyway, so apologies to anyone listening to this podcast who's a Pence voter, I guess. Holy shit. Get off that my fucking, podcast. That fucking Johnny Quest dad looking motherfucker. That guy, I don't understand how, that guy, he looks like he escaped Toontown. The way, because he looks like a goddamn fucking Venture Brothers villain. God damn it. He does look it. a bit like a Grand Theft Auto generated villain. Yeah, that fucking like hair someone... that looks like it was painted on. Uh, yeah, I, I'm the last person in the world who, be, who should be talking shit about how anyone else looks, but like, there's some people who are like, 
fuck, it looked like they were designed in a fucking cartoon. And well, fucking hair you can soul. change. It's one of those things where it's like, you picked that, my my man. You woke yeah, up. Yeah, and, and he loves it. He loves painting it on the there. house with. <laughs> I'm proud of my white skull cap. Fuck it. I mean, granted, he's, you know, fucking crazy religious motherfucker, so who knows what We're the whole logic crazy. is going through those fried circuits, but anyway, so what are we talking about today? I have absolutely no idea. All I knew is I was starting it off that way, but <laughs> I have... <laughs> just I have freestyle. That Let's open up today's things. newspaper and just riff on the current headlines. <laughs> <laughs> Let's are see there, if by any I chance can't... there's any Titanic news. Well, I've been listening to, uh, there might be. Actually, someone just posted on my timeline on Facebook about the, um, Titanic 2 and asked me my opinion on it, and I'm going to tell you my opinion on the Titanic 2, but do you know what that is and what is your opinion on it if you do? Is that the thing where somebody was talking about, like, actually building a second Titanic? Yep. Like, yep, or is it supposed to be, remember, like... But who? But, yeah. Is it supposed to be, person? like, a replica of the Titanic, or is it supposed to be, like, another... Because you can't... I mean, the whole point of the Titanic is that it killed 1,500 people, so you can't build, like, a 100% replica of it. It's going to have well, to be also, filled with, like, you know, lifeboats and shit stuff. and, like, radar scopes and, yeah. Exactly, and I don't think people would very much buy into the whole, yeah, I'll share a dorm room in third class with three other people I don't know. But You uh... might be able to fill 2,200 people on that first voyage, but, like, after that, good luck. Unless the tickets right. are, like, super fucking cheap. Like yeah, that's not good. even if yeah, even if you were to magically produce like a perfectly working replica of the original ship, but yeah. I would say that if you're gonna do something like that, because here's what I was thinking, because I'm an absolute loon and have definitely thought about this, is like if I were an eccentric billionaire and wanted to replicate the Titanic, I would try to buy the dry dock in Southampton. Um, mm. well, the dock where where it was where it was from. Is that all Game currently... of Thrones stuff now? It might be, but I know I can't remember if it's in Belfast or Southampton. But one, either where it was built or where it launched from, is like empty and abandoned for two reasons: one being money, and two being probably everyone. You think we're supposed to be? We're supposed to be Titanic experts and can't even remember exactly. No, Southampton was its port of call, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was built in. It was built. I mean, I know it was built in Ireland. Uh, Titanic, uh, Belfast, uh, slip. Let's see. I think, because I think, I think that's um, what's currently abandoned. And the reason well, I bring Holland that up Wolf. is because, yeah, because if it's, if that area is still empty and abandoned, you should build a dry dock version of the Titanic there and use it as a museum. Then it could be. See, that it would be, fu- be, you know, I'm actually, I kind of wonder if it hadn't been, cause I think what happened was, I think, um. This must have happened before Game of Thrones started filming in in uh, in Ireland. I've never seen but Game I think of what Th- happened Actually, is somebody bought up all episode. the Harland and Wolf. Oh. No, but I think somebody I think Ireland they bought up the the, the Harland and Wolf old uh uh manufacturing facility where the Titanic was built and they turned it into a film studio. And I think oh. one of the I'm assuming if you're if you're living in Ireland and you're hearing this and you're going you motherfucker how do you not know more about this? But I think Email one of the first me. projects that came in was Game of Thrones, <laughs> and of course Game of Thrones was a huge hit. So Game of Thrones just kind of oh. took over the whole what used to be where the Titanic was built. Um, oh, cool. I think I remember specifically they were talking about like there were um, <laughs> leaked photos from like the Game of Thrones series finale that everyone hated, but like sneaked. Uh, 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 leaked photos came out of like the main city on fire and stuff like that, and I could uh-huh. see that like 
You can see in the background, it's like the same skyline from like the old Titanic photos from like 1912. And I'm like, nice. wow, that is weird that like you could see like Amelia Clark on a dragon's back. Oh, well, like, not even on a dragon's back. She's on a big like r- blue mattress that they're going to yes. put in a dragon later. But like yes. sitting where like, you know, the Titanic's bow was when it was being under constructed, under constructed. Me speak English and that it, <laughs> that's impossible. But what the fuck? Are, I'm sorry. I'm going off on stuff. But that's, I think, but I, but I kind of wonder if it hadn't been for Game of Thrones, I wonder if they would have just, especially after, well, no, but the movie, the Titanic movie came out before. It's, let's put it this way. I agree with you. It's weird that they just don't take where the Titanic was built and put, turn that into a museum. Even if you don't have a 100% replica. Yeah. Right. Because there's a, like, people will go literally anywhere. I mean, like. We were talking about Pigeon Forge last time. People go to the middle of goddamn Tennessee to see stuff about the Titanic. Surely they would have no problem. You think going in Southampton, there's got to be something, right? Because that, that even I think they, that there the is. port of call, even if it's, you think at least if they, someone just built a replica of the pub, Jack won his tickets in. <laughs> Again, not I think to, that's, not that's not the to conflate the movie there. with history, but yeah, I think that's an actual pub that's there called Grapes. <sighs> yeah, or at least even in Mexico where they shot the movie. You'd think they would have just kept the Titanic they built and just built a hotel into it. And then they could be like, while, hey, they... guess what? We could dunk this hotel into a bucket of water. Um, if I remember correctly, they did keep the sets there for years and years and years and people could tour hope. them. I don't God. know that they were like public tours, but they but were But I could there. see maybe, yeah. Um, I know those facilities know will be later used for though. other movies. But yeah, because I've, I've seen mm-hmm. people talk about how, oh, this was shot on the same dunk tank in the Mexico facility as, as Titanic and stuff. I can imagine so. Um, like, if you were Fox or whoever that put all that money into building those sets and those tanks and this and that, it would be like, I'm getting all the fucking use out of that as I can. Oh, I'm sure in retrospect, if they knew how much money that movie would have made, they would have, like, built that Titanic. It would have probably been a hotel first, a movie set second. And they would have, like, <laughs> rushed everyone else out, everyone off the set as soon as possible they could, so they could start, Get like, taking in. pre-orders for, like, yeah, guest staying there. But, but here's the thing, that's um, why I think a dry dock... So in my brain, if I, again, if I had all the money, I would build a dry dock version of Titanic that was, um, a re- like, a size for people now, like... A, like a, fat people? A, no. Well, you know, people are taller now, too. <laughs> See, I'm a fat person, so I can make that joke, but I just like the idea. Well, it's it's just a double-wide ship. He had to make the grand staircase on in the movie bigger, because if he made it to scale, people would have looked out of proportion, because they're just bigger now. Oh, but... Wow. But if you do, if you were to do that, and then uh, well, like, was it, it not just because uh, le- fucking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was just a tiny person? He's like Tom Cruise, so they they had they had. To... <laughs> shut, anyway, shut no, up, though, I think it was that would have been even more funny if they were just like, we're gonna make this really really small because we need you all to look huge. Kind of we want you to look you grand, like you could just pick up people and put them in your pocket. Move Leo. them around. Yeah. This is a vor porn. Did we not tell you, Leo? Yeah. Wow, I never thought I'd go on a Titanic podcast within five minutes would start talking about Vore. <laughs> yeah, it's like Attack on Sexy Attack on Titan, except it's... See, you know what, you see, you have Because as we're talking, you got into a car accident earlier today, and you posted about uh-huh. it on, on Twitter, and I saw that oh you have a Sailor God. Moon sticker on the back of your car, so I'm assuming you know more about anime than I do, because I know shit about anime. Uh-huh. I know... The only reason I know Attack on Titan exists is because I colored a comic uh, book about it. But okay. that's what... So now I'm just yeah, but don't don't the giants go around eating people? So that would be like Leonardo DiCaprio. Seen that one. But then he could save everyone because then he could keep the ship afloat. So basically, what we like need Gulliver's is Ant-Man. Travels. 
Yeah, he could fly up the butt of Titanic. Well, then he could like throw a like a growth disc to Jack, who could grab it, get super fucking huge. They could both pick up a a half of the ship. Well, no, what you do is, I actually, man, you've got Ant Man power. You got Ant Man powers, and you got one shrinky disc. What you do is you get as many people into the lifeboats as possible. The rest of everyone else stays on the ship, and then you shrink the ship and put it in someone's pocket on the lifeboat (laughs) before it founders. And then you just pluck it out of the water, and then you know you just get on Carpathia, and everyone goes home. And and well, I guess hopefully you have a second. Hopefully if you you have a beginning disc, so when you bring it back to port, you can make everyone bigger. Otherwise, you're just gonna a have little, this permanent... a little sunk. They can go that live suck. in the uh, Derek Zoolander Center for kids who don't <laughs> want to learn how to read. <laughs> Imagine you survived the Titanic <laughs> accident. But you only survive because you got shrunk down to pocket size, and now you have to spend your rest and now of your you're life a borrower. because you were yeah, exactly. You and that's the <laughs> that's the story of how the littles began. Uh, yeah, you, you, now you start a whole new offshoot of society because you got twenty two, twelve, maybe fifteen hundred people still on the ship. That maybe that's enough to actually start a whole new species. Yeah, did Rose change her name to Arietti when she got to New York? Just like quick question. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she married the Mice King. Um. <laughs> Thumbelina. <laughs> I want that Titanic movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thumb Titanic. Okay, okay. So we were originally... Maybe I misread things. Uh, I thought no, we I were going to talk about a documentary today. We were, and then I didn't watch it because everything happened. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Well, okay, I feel better than fucking... I, okay, I'm going to put this book I had my hand aside. I'm going to put... Okay, so no, we are just talking about that. Okay, now I feel better. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> um, no. I just felt bad because I know you try to make these episodes an hour long, and I, I guess we're, we recorded late, so but, yeah, but we're already 45 minutes past our starting times, and I was like, oh my god, we've already talked for 45 minutes. But anyway, but it would. So we're rig- <laughs> so actually maybe this is a good thing. Hopefully we're anyone listens. We're going to talk about a, a documentary that I did not watch, so that that would have been great. <laughs> so yeah, re- originally not we were going to talk about the <laughs> secrets of the Titanic because my whole mm-hmm. end of the Titanic thing was a combination of the National Geographic 1986 mm-hmm. documentary about Bob Ballard discovering the Titanic called uh-huh. Secrets of the Titanic and a combination of Bob that and Bob Ballard's book uh, Discovering the Titanic, which... That's a lot to talk about. Originally, I'd suggested we talk about both of those in one episode. I really could probably separate, especially if we're only doing an hour on each. We could probably separate those, and but we'll talk about this some other day. So okay, that's good. How you doing? I'm here. You're alive. I have all. I am alive. That's stupid. It wasn't even like an intense car accident. It was just. Oh no! It, it it takes a special amount of not concentration to run into a parked car. That's all I'm gonna say. Was the person drunk or something? No, I think this was a classic case of cell phone. Oh, I was going to yeah, not driving. paying attention or anything like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, you've got, I you it, probably got insurance and everything. See, I don't drive, so I don't know how this stuff works. So I'm assuming insurance would take care of it. I do right? have insurance, and I live in an area where this kind of shit happens, so this is like the fourth time I've had to get something done to the bumper. It's like, <sighs> mm. Now you can get pa- Sailor Moon painted onto the bumpers, too. I could do that. I, have like I, a big I own my car now. <clears throat> oh, man. But yeah, no, I'm sorry it. to hear about that, Rick. But yeah, was, uh, so yeah, uh, so you want to talk no about iceberg. Titanic 2? Titanic 2, Electric Boogaloo. I could see that. Oh, I have a dumb question. <laughs> Here's another thing. I have. I am sleep deprived, so I have a yeah, really dumb you, question. Yeah, okay. How do we... T- <laughs> how would you turn Titanic into a Star Wars movie? 
Man, this is my thing, because when I was a kid, I, this is not Star Wars, but this is kind of Star Wars related. Have you ever- I mean, I did just ask a Star Wars related I, question. Did we just, I can't remember if we talked we about this last time. We went on a massive tangent about Star Wars, but this is a different No, question. but did we talk about, was it called, in America it was called Star Blazers. It's what? called, oh God, was it called Battleship Yamato in Japan? Have, have you ever no heard about that anime? About. That no. Japanimation? Uh, in Japan, back in the late 70s, early 80s, they had an anime called Battleship Yamato, which is about, um, a, it takes place in, like, like the 21st century, or, like, maybe it's early 22nd century. Uh, for some reason, humanity has to escape Earth. And for some reason, they decide the easiest way to escape Earth is to dredge up the old World War II Japanese battleship, the Yamato, and turn into a spaceship and fly into the stars and go fight aliens and stuff like that. And as a kid, I always thought that'd be cool because I think the Titanic is bigger or maybe the same size as the Yamato. So as a kid, I was always like, wondering if you talk about the Titanic and put it back together and like, Put a big gun on it, and then you could go fly into space, and that'd be cool too. It's not quite Star Wars. Um, it's Star Wars esque if you if. I mean, that's how we get the ship into space. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you could always, you know, within Star Wars, come up with like a Titanic type legend where there's like, like, would it just be like a ship, like a giant cruise? But well, I guess Star Wars, they just came up like Disney just came up with the big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's my Star Wars Whatever. Disney pitch. Uh, it's um. The new hotel that they just unveiled. Yeah. Well, no, like six months ago they unveiled as we're recording this. Um, maybe mm-hmm. that sinks into the ocean. So actually, it's more of a documentary <laughs> than even a Star Wars thing. Um, but it's you know because it's supposed to take place even though it's a landlocked hotel. I think it's in Florida. It's not even in California. I think it's Walt Disney World. But it's supposed to be. Probably, yeah. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, their justification for it being a hotel is like you're going onto a Star Wars spaceship, and when you get into the hotel, it's like oh, the spaceship is like docked on earth but then they flip a switch and it goes like we're gonna fly into space they you know flash a bunch of flashlights in your face and like oh hyperdrive yeah and so i guess you would do uh yeah well was it cost six thousand dollars a night or something like that and they wondered why no one showed up (laughs) um at least the titanic was packed whereas it doesn't sound like this this star wars hotel spaceship but my but yeah but if you were to take I guess that would be the t- like the fictional Star Wars cruise liner you could sink. The reason I ask that is because they never make new movies anymore. So I feel like it is Star literally Wars? only in general, but also Star Wars. That's just true, but it so. feels as though it is only a matter of time before there is some kind. Who, who owns the of Titanic, Titanic movie? Disney. Huh? It's not like Disney owns Titanic. The I think movie, that they right? technically own the copyright now because don't they own? Didn't they buy Fox? They bought Fox. I think they took And I know, it well, now. it may be extra complicated because I think Titanic was so expensive. I think they mm. had to split the budget between a couple different they studios. Did. It was so Paramount Disney might Fox. have some skin, but they may not own it outright. But hmm, we'll get there. They're, they're trying. Uh, speaking of, I, I don't know how long it's going to be until this episode airs, if ever, because God knows <laughs> this mess of a conversation. But <laughs> not because of anything you're doing, but just because you got Bill yeah. Mudrin on the podcast again. Did nah. you see that, like. They're actually down at the Titanic right now again. Like yeah, they've yeah, been yeah, posting yeah. the subreddit. Like, like mm-hmm. someone's actually as we're talking on was this Monday, uh, July eighteenth, twenty twenty two. They've pro- they're probably down there like shooting video and like documenting. And I forget the, what the name of the organization is, but I guess Ocean they're Gate. what is it? Ocean Gate. Ocean Gate. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess their whole thing is 
Uh, they want to document the Titanic every year from now on just to see how it's faring. So let's see, Ocean Gates, Titanic. My apologies for looking this up online as we're recording a podcast. Better but... you than me, my keyboard is so loud. <sighs> but yeah, that's been nice to see just... I again because I haven't I've I was away from the Titanic fandom whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it for the last twenty years and so this is the first time I've actually seen a uh, current expedition to the ship in a long time where it's like oh hey here's a recent like especially like in HD and stuff like that so that's kind of cool yeah. to see I mean it still looks like the ship at least from what I saw you know it's still <laughs> oh hey it's the bow it's where Jack and Rose was <laughs> you know not entirely different than like you know nineteen eighty six or anything like that but. Yeah, it is cool, because I think it is the most recent footage that we have, and I also like that they're doing it in such an accessible way. They're not like, ooh, we have exclusive footage, buy a membership to our site to see it. They're like, join this thing. Well, that's the interesting thing. If they mean to do it every year, it doesn't sound like they're doing it to promote anything. It does sound like they're legitimately just like going down there to document, which I'm all for, because I'm one of those people... Who gets they are his selling seats in a for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a piece, so yeah. it's not totally altruistic. But oh, so they are taking people down there. They are taking people. I mean, I think they're obviously you know researchers, and yeah. the center, but you can you can buy your you can buy a ticket on there. That's which one of the things. Like, so because researchers at the same time they still you know the stuff is expensive, so exactly. they can't do it for free. But as no. long as they're not like selling stuff that they're pulling up from the wreck or anything like that, I don't know that they're doing any salvaging. Yeah. Which again, that's, or if they are, I'm it all might for just that. be for experimental well, And that's one of the big things I wanted to talk about with the, in regards to the, um, specifically why I wanted to talk about Bob Ballard stuff today is because uh-huh. uh, that documentary from 1986 and the book he wrote about uh, that first expedi- uh, expedition to the wreck in 1986, that's the one mm-hmm. snapshot we have of the wreck before everyone started pillaging it. And so that's yeah. why, aside from the fact that that stuff is what got me into Titanic when I was 10... That's also, to me, the most special Titanic stuff that's out there because it is, like, that's your one look at the wreck before everyone else came and started taking stuff. And, but it's nice to see at least this Ocean Gate stuff. Knock on wood, we're going to find out, you know, we're going to end this podcast after talking and saying so many nice things about Ocean Gate, and we're going to find out it's, like, founded by a pedophile or something. They set an explosive in the summer. Not, yeah, we're not allowed to have nice things without finding out it's getting, it gets milkshake ducked into, into hell, but, like, but, Ugh. uh... Yeah, no, I'm looking at some of their footage from last year, and it looks, it looks really oh, blue. Because oh. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very it's blue. the Titanic, and but the, it's crazy to see how like even lighting looks better than like 20 years ago when I was still looking at Titanic stuff. Where like I they think that's could, bananas. Is that yeah. how how much technology, not just technology in in terms of like cameras and blah blah, blah but just like as a concept of where technology was. Yeah. Well, you even because I think about this too when I rewatch, you know, you rewatch Titanic. I rewatched it for my birthday with my brother, mm-hmm. um, and I was in Texas, and my parents have an insanely large TV, and which kind where it's sometimes like, this is prohibitive. But we were watching Titanic, and for the most part, it holds up, but every once in a while, there's some CG where you're just like, yeah. well... Oh, you gotta do it. It's nineteen ninety seven. Can't be hit. Exactly. Yeah. It's just it's really interesting because like I think it really really shows up in that giant like pan over shot during. Well, the yeah, the big glory. We sequence. talked about that last time. I think maybe oh, yeah, how God, like yeah. the little PlayStation people. Which hey, look, yes. it still looks good for for the time. But it if does, you're really paying attention, didn't the, well, this is the other thing that's happened since the last time we recorded too? Didn't James Cameron come out and say he's doing? He's putting out the movie it. again this fall. Is he doing anything to it? Next Valentine's. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I don't, I feel like, okay, I feel like I saw that they were remastering it, but I didn't see any details well, about what that meant. You, well, yeah, I just, just, 
I, this is the other weird thing, too, because then I saw... Well, I just assume that means they're just probably going to run everything through, like, an AI upscaler or something like that, and no, not, like, touch any of the special effects. But then I saw a couple days after that... <laughs> I fell about much of this podcast as I was talking about things we saw in the Titanic subreddit. Right. But then a couple days ago, I saw someone post about how... Uh, I guess for the 3D version of the movie, like, ten years ago... They changed the background of the sunset for the Jack and Rose scene. You know, I'm flying. Um, mm-hmm. Did she say I'm flying? It's back? uglier. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so, so they actually have gone back and changed some of the special effects in that thing. They were like, it's more realistic. I'm like, yeah, but it's uglier. I did see because they were saying there were, like, maybe not storm clouds, but there were clouds on the horizon where I guess in the original version it was just... It's a movie. Oh, I wonder if that's also when, because I remember, was it James Cameron was getting static from... Neil deGrasse Tyson about the stars, Ugh, and he went back and fixed kill. it. So I'm assuming maybe that's for the same thing. Yeah. God, I love how everyone went from like Neil deGrasse Tyson is our science hero to oh my god, this guy is such a pedantic piece of shit. Who gives a fuck? I never yeah. liked him. I never liked him. I was always always forever on Team Bill Nye. That man does not speak yeah. down to you, and he doesn't feel like ruining every film I've ever liked. And Therefore, he seems like a genuinely pretty sweet guy. Um, listen, I'm sure Neil deGrasse Tyson is fine, but it's like his oh, whole thing. We're saying life, he's a villain, like but thing. like I'm gonna be you have to be really pedantic like, to turn the whole internet against you that like that's one of the few things everyone seems to agree on is like mm-hmm. maybe that's enough to grass Tyson for a lifetime but yeah it's like oh god we gave him a platform and now we won't get down but so I guess that does open the up of the idea because also hmm, I, would... I just googled it and it just says a remastered version available in cinemas in 3d 4k HDR and high frame rate oh high frame rates Wow, the good luck with that, because even even fucking Peter Jackson with the Hobbit movies can get that to fly. Well, then also, what's that going to do? Like, what does that even what What does that mean? That just means Titanic just think is is whole, they're just going to play the movie faster instead of three hours long. It's going to be an hour and forty five minutes. Um, really weird. So <clears throat> I do kind of wonder. Well, I guess they must be upscaling it because it wasn't natively. Sh- oh God, was Titanic shot on digital? Or was it all shot on film? I and I wonder if that means he would be going. No, it'd be too expensive to go back and redo all these special effects of 4K natively. He must be up. I'm sorry, I'm thinking out loud. I'm a movie special effects nerd, so I'm like, what'd he do? And especially, I mean, if he's also working on the Avatar movie, the Avatar uh... sequel, man, that's supposed to be coming out this Christmas, and Disney hasn't done anything to start advertising that I am yet. So over those movies. The first one wasn't even that great, and now everyone is like, hey, let's give this man way more money than God needs. Like, we have so many people graduating from film school. I bet if we gave them a tenth of those budgets, we'd get some actually yeah. original. I mean, you can films. say that about the Marvel movies too, but at the same time, like, ain't no one asking for a Mar- for a Avatar two, but. Well, I mean, it's not as though there like, was a million burning questions from the so, first one where I was like, what? I need to know what happens to the to Natiri? I need to know what happens to the Nubby? What's like, going on? I don't understand. Last time, because you were talking about how much we do love Zoe Saldana, though. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I guess he was talking about how he's already filmed Avatar 2 and 3, but then he's like, I don't know if I can find someone to film Avatar 4 and 5. Why? I might have to be do that dead? myself. And I'm no, like, it's because he's going to be 178 like, no years old. Yeah. It's no, like, it's like, oh number my. one, nobody wants those movies. And number two, James Cameron, you're going to be so pickled in formaldehyde by that point because you're not going <laughs> to get around to it until 2173. He is already 80. Like, uh, he's old already. But yeah, exactly. It's so. just like, I don't know what he, th- I think he genuinely thinks he might be an immortal alien. Like, I've never met him, but every oh, inclination I get about this dude. Yeah. 
He's been looking for the for the source of life. He's the he's he's the bad guy from Prometheus all over. Another like, podcast was positing whether or not he was a Scientologist, and uh, they were like, "I don't know if he is, but he I seems think like he, he should worships be. himself too much to worship even <laughs> Zenu." Well, I think that's he's he's a James Cameronist, Cameronologist. I think that's the real problem, with James Cameron. Um, they told I was listening, the the talk, the podcast I'm talking about is called um, Titanic Minute, and it is a group of three guys from the Midwest who discuss the movie minute by minute, and you will scream laughing about it because it is fucking hysterical. Yes. But it's just, they talk about Lovejoy taking a peek at the new new drawing of, of Rose. <laughs> I just right before we start recording, someone on Reddit was like, "Hey, actually, if you look in the mirror, like, cause like I guess like when when uh, when um." Who the hell? I just mentioned the guy's name. Him and him and and what to do? Uh, Cal and Lovejoy. Cal and Lovejoy. When they're like you know in front of the safe, there's a mirror in front of the safe, and you look, you can kind of see Lovejoy kind of looking over Cal's shoulder at the drawing. Oh, that's right. He does like a little look and then goes anything. Oh, uh, anyway, I was like, you were making a point. I just like I, just... I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I just love the idea of like yeah, Lovejoy's a tiny bit horny for Rose, but no. I mean, on, oh, like, number one, she, I mean, have you seen her? And number two, it's like when do you think realistically? Because this was a pretty conservative era, like. When do you think realistically either of those two guys have like, last seen tits? I was shocked because we were because like yeah we we spent a lot of time last episode talking about the movie and then so I went back and rewatched the movie just after we talked just for I was like yeah what the fuck I'll just throw on the movie I haven't seen it in a while I didn't realize you actually get to see when she goes to take off her clothes there's like two or three frames you get to see some of her who like there's a little bit more than I remembered. Like it's full you frontal see, nudity. There's a reason. There's a flap there, of like I was like, mm, okay, you actually get to see. You can tell that she was there, not completely shaven. I was like, okay, listen, there is a reason her. that teenage boys were actually agreeing to go see that. Movie. Yeah, no, yeah, that was. It's funny to think all these teenage boys in the audience when she's like, it was the most erotic moment of my life. And teenage boys being like, oh yeah, for me too. Oh, I'd be like 13 years old. The one time a bunch of 13 year old boys can agree with a 98 year old lady about something. About something. Yeah. Um, it was, it's such a weird movie. I mean, not movie. It's such a weird moment in the movie. Cause here's like, I think Kate Winslet is fucking stunning. Mm-hmm. I have, and I also, I like to paint as a hobby. And one of the things that I do is like, um, bodyscape stuff so clearly yeah. i have no problem with the female form i think it's hot uh it's just one of those moments in the movie where i'm like it does and doesn't need to be here and it further leads into me where i'm like james cameron's an alien because he's like this kind of scene needs to be I... in here and because it's this seems like such a fucking movie thing you know like, what i, I never <laughs> of all the people i've heard like, going out of their way to tear that movie apart, I've never heard of anyone even suggest that you could take that scene out. Either for good or bad. And I'm kind of wondering, I mean, of course the whole plot technically hinges on that scene. You know, the yeah. whole MacGuffin of the movie. The, 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 the drawing is the MacGuffin of the movie. But I'm like, if you were to, like, remove, like, all the... If you were just tell the narrative straight without any bookends with old Rose, I mean, you do... I mean, they do end up fucking later, so if you just want them to get physical... Ah... I don't think it's a bad moment, but I think it's just, it's only weird because I have done figure modeling before and it's uncomfortable and annoying. Mm, yeah. Maybe that's because but I'm Were you posing my... for someone who was like, <laughs> trying no not to draw what they're posing you know, for? Like, okay, I, I might be a little bit posing. different when you're reminded Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang yeah. on. No matter who you're posing for, here's what happens. <laughs> you get into whatever position you're in and you're like, yeah, this is comfortable, even if it's laying yeah. down. And then five minutes later, you're like, my nose itches, Legs my arm's asleep. asleep. 
My Did, butt sore. Speaking of which, this is funny that you bring that up. Do you care at all about the works of Stephen Sondheim? No. <laughs> wow, that was a poisonous no. That wasn't just I, no, like that. Wasn't meant to that was like he like... she fucked you over at a birthday party kind of no. <laughs> That I don't was... have that many opinions on, like, most celebrities. Which is fine. I, I do not expect anyone to have an opinion about the works they've seen. I actually have to. Um, I am a big fan of Sweeney Todd and Into the Woods. I do absolutely love Sweeney Todd. Or I actually had to Google who he was on who he did, yeah. what he did. Well, he just died I... recently, too. But He did. I absolutely do love Sweeney Todd. I absolutely adore that musical. I think that they should redo it and have someone not Johnny Depp in it. <laughs> someone who could sing, two people who could sing and not like fucking him and what's her face. Which um, is weird because I also feel like she herself was like, yeah, I'm not really a singer. But no, she's not. You can tell. I mean, at least they're both. At least they both can't sing. So at least they're paired together. Like they're in their own annoying. universe where they can't. Like, hello there. We're kooky. Old people, which is like the songs aren't even that hard. And okay, maybe that's just me being a, a musical, like a, wow, like okay. a singer snob. But I'm just Damn. like, okay, see, I don't know anything about that stuff. It reminds me of the whole thing with um the live action Beauty and the Beast, where they put Emma Watson as Belle, and the first thing you hear is just like the worst auto tune note in oh, your no. life. Yeah, yeah. The movie starts. It's got that beautiful swell. You know the music. And it's coming, you see Belle coming over the corner, she's about to go, little town. <laughs> but what happens is, little town, yeah, or something like that, yeah. and you're just like, this you know, is that how the magic movie can't fix that. Yeah. Um, no, but the only, <laughs> I'm sorry, the only reason I brought up, uh, because I love End of the Woods so much, I bought a book called uh, Making a Hat, this is about Stephen I'm talking, writing about his own work, and one of the mm-hmm. things he writes about is, uh, one of his plays called Sunday in the Park with George, which I've always heard good things about. And I, so I bought it on iTunes so I could understand some of the things he was writing about in his book. And literally the first number, it's Bernadette Peters. She's posing for a painter uh, in, 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 in Sunday in the Park with George. And the whole first number is how uh, how much she hates posing for, uh, for painting. Because she's essentially what you just said about posing for, for, for someone in the life drawing is essentially just, it's an entire song just about what you're talking about. How it's you're fine so for, for five minutes, but then your leg falls asleep, you got an itch on the back. Of the back, you know, small of your back, this, then, the yep. blah, 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 yeah, so. And it's the same thing, and he even, like, she even tries to make a joke, she's, like, so serious, and he's, like, no moving, no moving, the whole thing, where it's, like, oh, no yeah, matter I forgot how about much that. you yeah. like the guy, no matter how <laughs> hot you think he is, no matter how much he looks like Leo, and how good he is at drawing, it's, like, my ass is asleep, whether you appreciate that or not. I, see, I was more worried about Leo, because if you're an artist in that situation, <laughs> you want to knock out that drawing. Not even, not even just because you're trying to get laid, but just, like... <laughs> This super cool lady, and like this is the wrong time to be like, oh my god, I'm just gonna draw a big fall. like, like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, oh man. What if now is when he realizes he doesn't actually know how to draw nipples? He can do everything except for nipples. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people have had to have done edits where he shows her the drawing at the end, and it's just the most insane fucking. <laughs> He's like turned it's into like... a furry or something. Yeah, exactly, it's like yeah, a because... terrible drawing of Kermit the Frog, <laughs> sexy with like just the giant dick. It's like not even anything like it's actually just a taste it's actually a tasteful nude of Lovejoy. That's turn to the side, it looks like a cow. David Warner in his Tron outfit, just but with his dick hanging out, yeah. I wouldn't be mad about that. Oh god. There has to be an out of that somewhere, but it's just no, that's the reason it bothers me. It's not because I think it's like ew boobies, but because I'm like 
that's not realistic. That is such a movie thing that yeah. you can just be staring at someone and so enamored in love that you're fine with your arm being up and over your your fucking head for an hour. Also, that part she of the movie kind of gives me hives too because I'm always like worried that like Hal's gonna come in there because like she is just like fucking bad. Like I don't think they lock the doors or anything like I, that. I seriously just, doubt I'm just it. like oh guys, like well those rooms were all conjoined too. Yeah, I, that's the other thing because it's not like their own private suite. It's like the maid could come and looking for butter, and it's right. just like how do you yeah, good luck. Ruth could come in needing another fucking hat. I have a question. What do you think okay. about the Titanic soundtrack? I really love it. And oh, that, okay. here's so I am a violinist. I am a classically trained violinist. I, I played for a really, really long time. Yeah. And even when I was a kid, so I think we brought this up in the first episode. I saw this movie when I was eight. So I was little and I don't remember a ton. Mm-hmm. But that. I love the I'm flying moment where the heart plays up and the music swells and the orchestra, it, it all hits the top as she inhales and takes in the view. It's just like, oh my gosh, it's such a beautiful Wouldn't it be song. better with like storm clouds in the horizon? Yeah. Um, that is. I think a TIE fighter should just go by. It is miraculous. As someone who's like a weird robot like James Cameron is, I am surprised. Especially for someone who only had done, like, the Terminator and the Abyss and stuff before that. The fact that he... Not to say it's a perfect moment, I'm sure, like, he could have... But, like, it is so delicate of a moment. Yeah. I'm shocked that the same guy who came up with the T-800, like, did, <laughs> like, a lot of that. <sighs> a lot of the credit, I think, for that moment especially does go to James Horner. That, because yeah. If, if you were to put a different kind of soundtrack, even if you did the same tune, but you did it with, say, like, a brass section instead of strings... <laughs> is it just strings just... for that... That part I can't well, it's remember. Mostly, it's mostly strings and that kind of like. Ah, is it an actual? Sound. It's an actual vocalist, not the synth stuff, right? I don't think that's the. I think it might be a combo of the two. Okay, so this is the reason why I want to bring this up because I want to talk shit about James Horner. Um, well, no, again, <laughs> going back to the goddamn Titanic, we just call this every episode I'm on. We'll just t- this is going to be our Titanic subreddit update. What's Bill seen on the Titanic subreddit since the last time he was on? <laughs> Tell me. Uh, somebody recently, um, I guess. They did a live concert performance of the soundtrack at the oh Royal Album Hall. Oh my god! They did the they did Titanic, and I did not mean to start yelling at you. No, but, but like it's that's the Titanic in concert, which yeah. I have wanted to go. I want them. I think that that I am banned from contacting the um, National Symphony Orchestra in DC. Yeah, <laughs> because I keep asking them to do a film in concert for Titanic. I'm surprised. Well, man, because you, you think that would be such a slam dunk? I'd be it shocked would be, if they because it has an amazing. That. I don't, and it's all, but, but the thing about it, I can see where it's a very, it's three hours. That's a long time. When someone posted about that to the subreddit, my, that was my one response was like, man, I hope they get a lengthy intermission because that is. Seriously. It's exhausting. Fuck. Yeah. And it's I, I've that, seen that stuff for like score. Back to the Future and Star Wars. And even yeah. those movies that aren't even two hours long a piece. You, like, well, they even then they required an intermission even for yeah. that for even after an hour, they were like, oh, mm-hmm. God damn. But, well, especially with a soundtrack like Star Wars and Titanic. We're just constant, like, just like, yeah. Exactly. Like John Williams and, and James Horner. It's always the full section. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a section where it's just a flute. Or if it is, it's, it's very, very brief. Because, yeah. I, I can imagine that playing, like, playing a film and concert version of Titanic would be exhausting. But you'd really probably cool. have to, you'd literally work up a sweat. Yeah. Like almost regardless of what what unless you're playing the triangle, 
Like, no matter, <laughs> like, you, you're, you're going to get a workout. Yeah, two from... cute belts in there. <laughs> but also, that was the other thing, too, because I was like, okay, this is really cool because, especially, uh, they were showing excerpts, whoever was at the Royal Albert Hall. Right, all, right. All, over the course of the week, they kept on posting more videos uh, from that uh, performance, and specifically, they showed... Uh, they had excerpts from the actual, like, the last, like, the, the last plunge when the Titanic goes down. Yes. And that's when the real synth choir comes up in the soundtrack. Yeah, that... And that's the thing that's always... Yeah. Oh, dun, dun. And you go, chunk, yeah. chunk, chunk, chunk. Yeah, yeah, you got, like, the, the, the angelic the doors synth choirs. And, yeah, and everyone's slamming the doors and clanging the metal because it's the 90s and you need clanging metal in your soundtrack <laughs> uh, for your action cues. And that's Otherwise, the one why thing... do you know it's happening? I always thought it was so weird about how... Like, the cues like that sound like they were... Because I know James Horner would use a synthesizer uh, for uh, just doing temporary versions of music when showing it to a director, and that's what it would sound like. And it sounds like right. a lot of the cues in the Titanic movie, James Cameron was just like, oh, no, that you don't have to record that. We'll just use your temp, temp cues, your synth yeah. choir. That's but it's where that... it's not consistent, though, because sometimes, you, well, especially the one singing lady. So you do have organic singing in the movie. There is one solo vocalist, and I think she's the ooh lady. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because they also had, I think there was a lady who was, well, she was playing one of the instruments in the, in the, that live orchestra performance, and she was also the, uh, the, the solo vocalist at the same time. She was like, I think she was cool. the violinist during, the, like, the, the, the third party, the, the third class drinking party. Oh, she was in the band? Yeah, so she was actually part of the orchestra, and also she was the the solo vocalist for the Royal Albert Hall performance. Oh, that's Uh, cool. But but yeah, that just got me thinking about how um, if James Cameron is going to do a remastered version of that movie, it would be nice if we re-recorded the soundtrack with the full orchestra, the full choir, rather than just like the super 90s Enya. I should not, because I love Enya. Not all Enya, but I have a soft spot. I can't, I'm not not one of those people who's like, fuck Enya. But, like, <laughs> I'm also a soundtrack turd, and I, it drives me, like, fucking, I love The Princess Bride. It drives me nuts when The Princess Bride soundtrack goes from, like, full orchestra to, like, someone on a Casio going, do 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 just like, what I happened? Did you not so just long. not rent the orchestra for a full day? So you had to get someone on their ca- <laughs> Yeah. So I'm a little bit I like that the with, synth- with the Titanic. I think the synth works in Titanic simply because it was made bad. in 1997. I think if it was made now, it would just be like, what in the hell are you doing? But I don't disagree that I think that if they were to do it, that would be an audio change that would be welcome. Yeah. Or at least, even if you just put out a re-recording of the soundtrack, you know, you don't even put it in the movie, but just make it like, I'm, it's not like they would, it's not like they would not sell copies if they just had a fully right. organic version of the, of, of the score. An upgraded, but... re-recorded version of the soundtrack. Yeah, that's the other thing that kind of kills me, too, especially, like, the the, the big glory moment in the movie where you really get to see the Titanic being put out to sea, and it's Mm -hmm. got, you've got the PlayStation people, and then you've got the synth (laughs) choir at the same time, just something about that that one shot just comes across as being, yeah, it's a little, that that one shot, as a result, becomes a little more plastic than than, than I would like it to be, but... So, but yeah, but that those are just my internet. I love James Cameron. I or not James Cameron. I James Horner. I just got his uh, expanded score for Willow. He could do good stuff. I know Ooh. everyone makes fun of James Horner for recycling his own goddamn music over and over again. But yeah, if you ever need movie soundtrack stuff, hit me up because me and my friends really like... we tend to buy stuff no, and really rip like it the and soundtrack. trade it with each other a whole bunch. So 
I think that the Titanic God, what else? is great. It's, um... Tonight. Do you have the version that has, like, all the source music and stuff, too? It's not just, like, the score, but it's, like, oh, like, actually it actually has, like... Yeah? I don't own the soundtrack. Oh, really? No, what kind of I never got a copy. Do you not have um, iTunes? I I have... Did you not use Kaza back in the day when you were eight years old? And yeah, like a <laughs> long time ago. I don't have it yeah. now, and now I'm a spoiled person that uses Spotify all the time because I'm mostly listening to podcasts. <laughs> I do have vivid memories of like it must have been like 1999, where they put out a second version of the soundtrack. Because like I said, I'm a soundtrack nerd, and I didn't necessarily love the Titanic movie that much, but I did like the soundtrack. And they put out what was it the the second version of the soundtrack, which was like Return to Titanic. And they even had the commercials for it on TV, where it was all like, like a, like a massage commercial, like, "Welcome back to Titanic," <laughs> and it had more like source music, like you know, like the, the like the band, like you know, that drowned like music from those guys and stuff like that. But I do remember going into like Sam Goody or whatever record store to buy that, and like the the clerk kind of giving me because you know I was like fucking twenty two, like I was like twenty five when that when that came out, and here like. I'm a fat, dopey white guy buying the Return to Titanic soundtrack. I just think of the late 90s, and I always think about that for some reason. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Did I? can't hear you. She went away. Our call exploded. Alexia, come back! <laughs> Jack, come back! My voice croaked in just that right way. I hope you keep this... We use these technical difficulties to bring you a special interview. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I, you know what? Go ahead and introduce yourself because you, you would do it best. <laughs> oh, I'm Titanic fan 97. Ship of dreams. And so for people who may not know, what are you best known for? Collecting Titanic on VHS. Well, I love Titanic on VHS. You do, and it's specifically the VHS, right? Oh, yeah. It's been a really long time since I've seen it on VHS, and my first question was, um, is it in full screen or widescreen? There's both versions. I like the widescreen edition. That's gold. It's the gold brick, and they're so hard to find. Really? Well, you get more standard editions in the thrift stores. That, um, you know what, that's a fair enough point. I legit didn't even consider that because everything's in widescreen now, so it took me back a minute and was like, hang on. Resolution well, I'm watching it right now in standard edition. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so cool. Does it, like, for stop for things like that big panning shot where it takes you all the way across the ship, Does because like, I imagine for things like dialogue scenes, it's not as visible, but, like, does it kind take away a little bit being that it's cut off or does it like not even matter because it's just the movie's good <laughs> well yeah the movie's really good but you know if you're gonna watch it you should watch it in widescreen just get the full aspect of the ship and how awesome jack dawson is so did you make your um your buddy your jack dawson or did someone make it for you oh i made him he's so cool did you sew him Oh, no. Well, technically, I got the prop from the thrift store, so it was mm-hmm. like a full intact dummy, and we just put <laughs> clothes on him and a wig and a face. It's pretty cool. I like the I like the dedication to it, but so, th- what is your Titanic story? Like, how did, 
not just the VHS part. I want to get to that later. But like, what is your story with just the movie? Because I'm guessing, perhaps incorrectly, that you saw the movie before you started collecting. But I could be wrong. Oh, yeah. I saw it opening weekend. It was so cool. Jack Dawson was on the screen. Oh, it was upsetting, though, because I did get sick during my first viewing. And I actually vomited all over in the back of the theater. So I didn't get to experience the end of the movie. That wasn't until I got the VHS later on. Mm -hmm. That that sucks. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I've never been sick in a movie theater. Oh, I don't recommend it. it. (laughs) I think I ruined it it for a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) To be perfectly fair, I don't know if I... I have not thrown up in a movie theater, but when I was younger, and I think my brother was about five or so, he got sick in the backseat of the car, and I was in the passenger seat. So he, I have, I have been the person in front of you before. Yeah, not that fun. He gets a little sticky. <laughs> Ew. Was it this? Were you like seasick from from the movie? Well, there just wasn't enough Jack Dawson, so I was getting a little sick to my stomach. I said, I need more Jack. is your the interest in jack was that was that born out of leomania or was that strictly born out of this movie a lot of people say leomania i'm not really sure what that means because to me it's jack dawson mania and i've always had jack dawson mania since 1997 oh man i love titanic i had a titanic candle and if you lit all three wicks it would play my heart will go on by celine dion oh it was so cool is that real? That was real. Your... I can't find it anymore, though. Was it like real candles? It was like a big candle, big circle can- candle. But like real candles with flames, not like LED lights, right? Yeah, real flames. You got That's real hot. <laughs> that is pretty, it does. I didn't see the movie opening weekend because I was only eight when it came out. I don't remember when I saw it, but it, I think it it was either early 98 or late 97, because I remember it being cold. But did you go to see did it? Did you see it on opening... VHS or the theaters? <laughs> saw it in the theaters. I did not get sick, though. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I did own the movie on VHS. I remember having it. I don't remember it how... It's so off... good on VHS. It is good on VHS. Why is it better on VHS than on Blu-ray streaming? Well, if you watch Titanic on VHS, it's super interactive. And you have to pause when cassette number one's done. It makes you get up and stretch. You put cassette number two in. And I think that's just so fun. The DVD is in two still. Well, it's better on VHS. <laughs> Fair enough. But I will say, I don't, I don't know where I would get a VHS player today i mean i'm sure i have someone in my life who still has one i don't know who that is at the moment well we'll just go to the thrift store they have so many vhs players that's a little expensive sometimes really oh yeah well if you go to the flea market they're pretty expensive like 80 dollars i found them for about four to five dollars when i went on my road trip jeez was it why is it just because they're not super common anymore People claim that VHS is getting more popular, but I'm not really sure. Kind of like how vinyl has now become a thing. Yeah, vinyl is really expensive too. That's true. I don't have any idea how much a... Is it called a phonograph? The thing that plays a record? Yeah. 
I have no idea how much a phonograph is, and I have a feeling that those aesthetic ones with the big horn are probably really, really expensive. Oh, yeah. How much have those been when you've seen them on your trip? Because you went on a pretty big road trip to a lot of thrift stores. Did you see any of those, like, big Victrola-looking things? I saw one, and it was broken, so I'm not oh. really sure. <laughs> those, those are a little hard to find. That's a very true point. Any laser how... player, I couldn't find any of those. Oh, I didn't even consider a laser disc player. Dang. I imagine that's probably as easy to find as a dot matrix printer that works. Yeah, not easy. Not easy at all. I used to work at a video rental store, which was very, very fun. And the receipt printer was a dot matrix printer. It was it was a neat time. That's and cool. this was in... Yeah, this was in the 2010s, too, so it wasn't as though I was, you know, working with the technology of the time. No, we'd be, like, arguing with a dot matrix printer while Googling stuff on our cell phones. It was very fun. A simpler time. It was a simpler time, though. I, I don't know what's more frustrating, a scratch on a DVD or when your, like, tape would unwind so bad that you couldn't even spool it back in and it was just ruined. That's why I have 377 copies of Titanic on VHS. That's what I was going to ask. Because you're getting new copies every day, and people will send you copies, sometimes like six at a time. So that collection grows every day, I bet. Oh, yeah. When did you... We have a lot of people sending in copies of Titanic, which is pretty impressive. I've noticed. I watch your unboxing videos, and there's an unboxing per day, basically. Yeah. Oh, the people are so cool. When, when did you notice you were starting to collect copies? I say that only because I don't know that I've ever intentionally started collecting anything in particular. I just suddenly noticed I had a lot of them. Yeah. Well, I walked into a thrift store one day and there was a huge display of just Titanic on VHS and I had to get it. It was just an impressive display. Mm-hmm. How many copies were in their display? I believe it was 14 at the time. Oh, wow. And how much and was the whole display? they were facing outwards, so they were completely oh, on nice. display. Yeah, they were very obvious about it. They are like, we have a ton of copies of Titanic on VHS right here. Oh, yeah, it was top Cup shelf. Look. It looked brilliant. It was in the sunlight. We had to get them. <laughs> what did they charge you for 14 copies of Titanic on VHS? Oh, I don't remember. It was probably around $28. (laughs) When was that? That had to be around 2012. So I've been collecting for a while. Yeah, this is 10 years. And I imagine that especially now that the TikTok's taken over, not over, but like taken off. There we go. And people are starting to send in copies that that collection's going to start growing exponentially. Oh yeah, we've already doubled in no time. It's... It's actually, uh, it might be a problem, but we love Titanic on VHS, <laughs> and we will have to get a bigger house if that's what it means, you know? Who's we? You and Leo? Me and Jack Dawson. <laughs> Ooh, Jackie boy. Sweet. How many rooms does this take up so far, or have you managed to keep it in one room? Well, it was in one room, but it kind of took over, so I moved it to a little studio. So now we're just filling mm-hmm. in the studio full of Titanic. 
And right now I'm kind of running out of space in the studio. So uh -oh. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is when you when you cross that uh, 450 barrier, where are they going to start going? Well, man, we need to get a warehouse or something. <laughs> you need your own little museum. Well, that'd be so cool. I and everything cool. is just Titanic on VHS. And assorted little other collectible things. Oh, yeah. We have tons of Jack Dawson tapes that aren't Titanic, which are pretty cool. Like what? I didn't know such a thing existed. Hanging with Jack Dawson, Jack Dawson, King of the World. We what have are Jack these? Dawson, the interviews one, Jack Dawson, the interviews two. We have Titanic, the premiere, and that's when they premiered the Titanic. Hmm. And then we have Titanic, uh, the kid who took over Hollywood. And that's Jack Dawson. I didn't know that. Oh, any Titanic of... on VHS on VHS. And someone made a copy of me and they put it on VHS. It's kind of cool. <laughs> this is turning into Inception. Oh yeah. Is someone gonna make a VH copy, a VHS copy of that? How many times does someone have to make a VHS copy of that before it turns into something cursed? Probably not that often, or not that much. <laughs> Do you think by the third, by the third re-recording that anyone else who has to watch it then is compelled to show it to someone else, or an iceberg lands on them? Yeah, something silly like that. <laughs> something absolutely ridiculous. But then it's okay. In a hundred years, they'll make it into a horror movie. Yeah. Ooh, Jack Dawson gets spooky. <laughs> I think that I saw. A, a parody trailer that was like if Titanic was a horror movie. Oh man, I think that's real. Is it Titanic Two? Jack's back. Maybe. That's when Jack I don't know. Comes there back. was there was a channel on YouTube that I found a while ago that was just a bunch of. I, I, I this could also be a fever dream that I hallucinated, but I'm pretty sure it's real. It was a bunch of trailers which was like titanic if it were an x kind of movie so like if it were a sci-fi movie if it were a horror movie and i was just just very interesting well that's cool i gotta check that out yeah i know okay i'm gonna go this if titanic were a sci-fi movie because now i'm like wait did i absolutely imagine this i did not if titanic was a horror movie by dabble in dishes huh okay so i'm not crazy that exists. Well, the end was technically a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm not gonna lie. The concept of drowning is absolutely terrifying. It's a little scary. Just a tiny bit. What did you think of the movie itself when you first saw it, like, in the theaters? Oh, man. When Jack Dawson hit the scene, and he was playing poker, and he won the ticket with a very lucky hand. I thought that was the <laughs> coolest. Oh, man. Titanic has just stuck with me for so long. It's such a good movie. It is. For me, I've always... You really can't forget it. And it was so big at no. the time. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that um, I talked about with someone is that it was so big at the time. And this was also like pre-internet. And it was, you know, now movies come out like there's a new movie in the theaters every month or so. But I think it's hard to forget that there used to be an ex 
not super rigid, but there was a pretty definitive schedule for like going to movies. And there was like the summer slump and there was only maybe a couple blockbusters per season. And if there was a bad season going on at the movies, you didn't wait one month. You waited like a long freaking time for there to be anything worth going to see. Yeah. And Titanic was worth it. It was, and it also, unlike a bunch of other movies, had all that press leading up to it because of, like, the budget stuff. So it was just in your face all the time. Oh, not to mention Jack Dawson. Come on. There was so many people that really, and not to, like, denigrate people because obviously I have no problem with however you came to the movie, but there were a lot of people that came to the movie because they were fans of Leonardo DiCaprio the actor um and I'll admit that I wasn't very familiar with his work beforehand but why why for you are like just you particularly why are you so interested in the character of Jack instead of you know like not everyone else but you know the people who were much more interested in Leo as a human being that walks on planet earth I don't know that was the weirdest description I could have used well Jack Dawson has the coolest hair I mean look at his hair it's so cool He's he got suspenders on and boots. Oh, man, he makes his own look. It's interesting because it's a look that very much, um, I think it would work today uh, pretty well. Oh, yeah. Definitely a fashion movement that involves suspenders. I can't quite pull it off, but it's cool look. He pulls it off real well. And he's really good at drawing. I thought that was a little inspirational. Mm-hmm. What about I draw his myself. character, though? You do? Oh, yeah. What do you draw? Well, I draw Jack Dawson and bowls of macaroni and cheese and <laughs> all just really nice things. I like to draw the Titanic sometimes. Mm-hmm. That seems well, just hard. whatever. Whatever pops in my head. Fair enough. Drawing the Titanic seems hard. I'm impressed by everyone who does. Oh, so many people do. It's so but cool. It's... It is cool, but it's like it's very detailed. So it's, to me, it's not something that, in my opinion, I could just sit down and sketch. It seems harder because it's like, all right, we well, got to do the shape, and then you got the portholes, and then there's this, and there's that, and the lines and funnels and windows and this. There's, there's just a lot going on. on yeah, that we show. do it for Jack, though. <laughs> I have a friend who has so far refused to see Titanic because. Uh-oh. Because she was a fan of Leo before Titanic, and that's how she's going to remember him forever. <laughs> oh, not the Titanic? Mm-mm. Oh, nope. man. Hey, not everyone was as, ca- as captured by it as you are. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I know. We need all kinds in the world, right? Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be a lot more competition for those copies of Titanic on VHS. Not everyone can collect them. That's true. I, I I will say I have no interest in collecting them myself. <laughs> Whoa, that's all right. More for me. Exactly. That makes it all better, right? Oh, yeah. Do you have a number where you're going to quit where you're like, oh, my God, 3000 copies is too many copies? Or are we just not there yet? Oh, we're not there yet. We're just getting cool. started. We're going to make 25 million copies of Titanic on VHS. Really? Which is really impressive. So if we can get at least a million, I mean, that's a pretty cool number right there. I wonder how many of those are still around. Like, out of the original 25, how many have have survived? In total. Probably not a lot. 
I imagine not a lot either. I don't know why, but I feel like VHSs, unlike DVDs or what have you, once they went obsolete, they kind of all were mostly just tossed out. Yeah, and I hear they're not going to last very long either because of the mold. Mold? Yeah, the film mold. What is film mold? There's mold on the film. Oh, it's spooky. Is that different from, like, other kinds of mold? Is this a specific kind of mold? To be honest, I don't really know, because I hope my Titanic's not mold on them. That was gonna be- how does that- what? Ah, let's start! Okay. Well, there's a lot of water in Titanic, so... Well, I don't think that they come with the film. Yeah? Oh, you're right. Mold may appear as white round spots or irregular clumps on the surface of the thing. Oh, man. Yeah, so they're saying like another 20 years, VHS might not even work. Jeez. I did have a feeling that it might degrade over time, but I guess I figured it... They're reasonably solid, at least in my opinion, but I suppose I don't really know anything about the structure of the film itself. That's why I gotta collect them and keep them safe. (laughs) Do you have a dehumidifier? No. I should get one. I was about to say, that sounds like something you should get. Just to keep them all super safe. I like that idea. <laughs> Besides the copies of VHS and your Jack doll, what is what's the most interesting like one-off item you have in your collection? Because you have a bunch of stuff in there. I do have a lot of stuff. Well, I just built this new Titanic throne for Jack Dawson to sit in. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. What? Well, I built it, it out of VHS. I was about to say, is it made out of VHS? Oh yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> How long did it take you to uh to make it? About an hour. Oh, there we go. I found it. I found the picture. Nice. I like that. I, it's one of these hobbies that I think is just like so innocuously fun. This hurts Fucking nobody. Mhm. Oh yeah. Not a lot of people understand it, but it's okay. I don't know what there is to understand about it. It's just one of the greatest movies of all time with Jack Dawson. I mean, I guess it's just for me. I, I, like, why would they not? Why would you need to? I, what, you're collecting a movie you like in a format you enjoy. Why? What is there to understand about that? I'm so very confused. <laughs> well, that's all right. Well, it just seems really judgy. Well, it's the it's, internet. Well, they don't understand Jack Dawson. Well, sorry, friend. That's stupid. A lot of people do, though, and it's really nice. That is good, because, like, I (laughs) spend way too much time on Reddit, and just some of the things that people choose to be interested in, or some of the behavior people choose to engage in just absolutely baffles me. And here you are doing what, honestly, in my opinion, is one of the most quirky, yet wholesomely innocuous things ever. It hurts zero people. There is nothing ridiculous involved. And it's just like someone wanted to find something mean to say about that. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. That's so dumb. Come fight with me or something. The only thing I think it's hurting is the market. Because they're going to jack the prices up on these things pretty soon. (laughs) I was about to say. But especially with people buying up copies for you. Do you prefer going to find them to yourself? Or is it way more convenient for them to just come to you? Well, I do like the adventure of going out and finding them myself. 
but I will never refuse a free copy of Titanic on VHS. Fair enough point. When you, I think I found out about you after your road trip. How long was that? Oh, that was about two and a half weeks. And did you go cross the country and back or did you take like one of those specific scenic routes? Well, yeah, we took a scenic route mm-hmm. and we just tried to hit every thrift store and flea market we could find and search a Titanic on VHS. That's awesome. How many copies did you pick up on the on the trip? Oh, man, I think around 50. 50. That's an say about 50 number. copies. Sweet. That's exciting. And I don't know. There's just something I, I've been sitting here kind of quietly the whole time, but it's not because I'm not... It's just such a wholesome thing. I'm just really happy about this hobby. I don't know why. Well, it's a really cool collection. One it's of a, a kind. Cool collection. It, I think that's what it is. It's just one of a kind. And like I said, it's like one of the most harmless things ever. It's like, what a fun little thing to do with your time. Instead of arguing with people on the internet like I do. <laughs> yeah. I do get a lot of weird looks when I bring Jack Dawson around places. <laughs> but it's all right. <laughs> Who cares? I have also seen weirder. I saw a TikTok today of a woman who I guess was just real tired and wanted her boyfriend to commit. Uh, So she put on her wedding dress, got a bridesmaid and a minister and showed up at his job at Target and was like, hi, TikTok, he's going to commit to me or we're done. So, you know, you could be doing that. Oh, man. That sounds a little spooky. It was pretty intense, honestly, because she definitely was on a war path. It's like, if I saw a bride and a bridesmaid and a minister stalking through a target, I would leave. Oh, yeah. Because there's about to either be a fight or an exorcism taking place, and I just, I don't want to be in the crossfire. I might pull up on the real Jack Dawson one day. (laughs) I can't tell you how much I would love to see that. Oh, yeah. One day... Oh, I don't know, but maybe. Uh, I think that people would be thrilled. At least I would be, because that would be a very fun adventure. Oh, I think so, too. How did Jack come with you on the road trip, or was or did Jack get assembled after the road trip? Oh, no, he came with. He came with? Oh, yeah. We Sweet. have Jack Dawson, and then we got Jack Smallson, which is a smaller version <laughs> of Jack Dawson. And then we got Jack Dawson. And he's like a puppet. And then we got Jack Dogson, and that's my dog. Oh! A lot of Jacks. So not only are we collecting Titanic on VHS, but I'm also getting a Jack Dawson collection. Not bad about a Jack Dawson collection. I do see your your Jack Pop. Oh, yeah. I think I have... They made two Titanic Pops. I think I somehow managed to get both. That's Handsome Jack. (laughs) handsome jack handsome jack and uh let me see uh, oh almost knocked over my dog um ha- handsome jack and i'm flying jack i think oh yeah i need to get that one still which one that i'm flying yeah and there's a really cool action figure on ebay but he's kind of expensive an action figure it looks just like jack dawson jack dawson action figure i have oh that's look at all the accessories oh, so cool. no, that, that face is way uncanny valley i found a 
black box action figure model doll that looks as it's supposed to be Jack, but the intensity of the expression to me looks like Jack and Cal. Oh no. Combined. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a, all right, I got to get out of that window. It's kind of staring at me. <clears throat> That's a Jack. No Cal in there. Oh, this one definitely has a weird resemblance to Cal, which is fascinating. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Indeed. Uh, that you yeah well i'm sure you'll find the pop the pops i think are a little bit more common because they were more recent right yeah and i I heard there's a new one coming out for the movie poster a movie poster pop really oh yeah and that might be coming out with the re-release of the movie i'm not really sure yet i was about to say i think that's definitely going to come probably close to when that comes out you're right Oh, I can't wait to bring all my Jack Dawsons. Because that's coming out in theaters for Valentine's Day next year, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's exciting. I'm going to go see it. That's going to be the first time I've seen it in theaters since the 90s. Whoa, you didn't see Titanic 3D? No, 3D movies make me really, really sick. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a long movie for 3D. It is, and I get migraines, so eventually I'm just like, all right, I'm going to die now. Yeah, and the 3D wasn't even that crazy. I was gonna ask, like, it's because now when they make a 3D movie, they definitely like film it for a 3D. What like, did it really make an impact to see it in 3D, or was it just like, all right, that's a little more? No, because they didn't make it for 3D, so it wasn't anything substantial. That was my question because it's like, how how did they? What did they even make 3D like? And it was super sold out, so the only tickets I got were front row. So it was front oh. row in 3D. <laughs> And it's a long movie, so it wasn't the best experience. That that sounds like that would have made me so sick. Yeah, I'm so so I'm hoping the third time's the charm, and I'm really <laughs> gonna enjoy Titanic in the theaters. Well, now that you can buy your tickets and like reserve them ahead of time, now as soon as they're on sale, you can like, okay, this is a seat I can live with. <laughs> oh yeah, I need to buy my tickets tonight. I don't even know if they're on sale yet. I want to go though. I'm excited. I've also been trying to convince the um. <laughs> the dc national symphony orchestra to do a film in concert on titanic but they're ignoring me on twitter which to be fair i don't blame them but (laughs) that'd be really cool though it would be great because i saw did you see the clips that that guy posted in reddit um of the live film in concert at the royal albert hall Uh uh-uh oh you should check it out he posted a few clips to their uh, subreddit and he managed to get a few clips of the live performance of the um the movie done by in london's royal albert hall by their orchestra and it was even just a few clips it's really incredible because the score for that movie is just so emotive and emotional and in my opinion really really beautiful so having it live accompanying the film to me seems like it's one of the most impressive and immersive experiences oh yeah james horner oh did celine dion come out I doubt it, but wouldn't that have been neat? Oh, yeah, they had a vocalist, but it wasn't her. I think it was the um one of the orchestral um singers. She was good though. Well, when you write your email again, let them know, Celine Dion. <laughs> By the way, could you get one of the greatest singers of our time to just come to DC for one night for this thing that no one except for me is asking for? Thanks. They might do it. <laughs> but i think at this point they're kind of like if that girl contests us one more time we are going to block her yeah 
Well, to be fair, I only sent them one. I only sent them one message. Well, you can send them at least three. I think. I think that's a good number. <laughs> is that the is that the number before you're stalking? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I've been trying to contact Kraft Mac and Cheese. I only have one more try. <laughs> what are you trying to get them to do? Well, Jack loves his Mac. <laughs> you want them to make Titanic Mac and Cheese? What would the shapes be? Well, little Titanics. Would they be one piece or two? Oh, maybe both. <laughs> little variety. Ah, that was a mean question. <laughs> well, I don't want to keep you too, too long because you've already given me a ton of your time. But before I let you go, even though I promised you'd never let go. Oh, yeah. I have something for you that I'm going to send to you, but now I feel slightly outshined by everyone who's been sending everything. But I did manage to find you a copy of Titanic on VHS. And Titanic on VHS. And for funsies, I found a special edition. Oh, man. What's the film strip inside? Can you open it? Uh, let me see. I thank you so much, by the way. You are welcome. I took it out because I didn't know if it was going to fall out. But it is of Jack and Rose holding hands in the corridor. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't, so know the, cool. I didn't know if the film strip was secured. So I, I took it out of the box in case I picked it up and it fell out. But it is behind me on the wall. So that I was like, don't lose that. Oh, man. I have a tendency to lose things. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on to talk to me about your collection and everything. Because it is... It's fun, and I hope that people continue sending you copies, and that you continue finding copies for the adventure. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, we're not done yet. We're gonna keep going and keep going until we have all the copies of Titanic on VHS. (laughs) Sweet. And now, back to your regularly planned interview. Alexia, she just drowned in the ocean. The handcuffs, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Come back! Come back! Here, I'm gonna go dog paddle over to the... Did they establish the whistle earlier? (coughs) What whistle? whistle? Oh, I can hear you a little bit now. Jesus Christ. You okay? What was that? Yeah, you're you're batting a thousand over there today with your luck. I am so bad. I have no idea what happened. I heard something about a whistle. Yeah, you're still kind of dropping in and out a little bit, but at least I I know you're there. Great. I'm going to turn off my camera just because that might be part of the problem, but... Yeah, I don't know what's going on. My internet is just being insane, which is wild because I don't have a whole lot open. Yeah, my experience... I don't know if it actually does anything. That's why I turned my camera off, other than the fact that I'm not exactly a sexy motherfucker is uh, that tends to sometimes, at least I think, smooth things over just a touch. But it does. Yeah, I'm tr- I don't it... think I'm doing anything. Let me double check. No, you're not. I'm just, my thing well, is I'm just I'm not bit torn and nothing. No. No, I remember you You just missed it, me. Like, I, did, I just did an impeccable impression. I heard that, which is the wild part. Is that I'm going to hear the entire <laughs> thing. I'm just sitting oh, here like, sorry, it'll come back in. Oh, sorry, you have to put up in. with me just like, I think that's a, my that's favorite... a good Halloween costume. You just put cinnamon roll frosting in your hair and just 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 yell, come back. <laughs> I think all you really need to do is put Vaseline all over your body. Just like that's all you really need to do. Vaseline. Yeah. 
That scene oh, always, God. I think that's for a movie I don't claim to care much for. I definitely remember big parts of it. Jesus Christ. Dude. But I remember even when I was little, that scene annoyed me because she says, I'll never let go. And then, and then she literally lets, that's, that could, that could have it's been like, a bit better writing. That timing pissed me off. Of like, it's like, don't you have her say the words, let go. And like, that's I'll what never she give up. Exactly. So it's not quite so much than like, she Stupid. literally, yeah. It's like, I'll never he let go. Violently rips hand away from Frozen. She should have snapped his hands off and kept them as a souvenir. That <laughs> could have been literal. And she could have had a love affair with his hands. Uh, put your, oh God, then she becomes that old crazy cat lady who just like has these mummified hands. She just rubs all of her body. It no turns out looking. Madame Bijou was her. Jack saw her in the future. <laughs> oh, no, wait. it's like. You're going to turn into a dusty old lady that smells like mothballs wearing every piece of jewelry you ever own at a bar. Oh, God. <laughs> you're going to smell like mothballs because you're going to have my dead oh, hands Oh, Madame Bichu, that's the thing. Okay, see, again, because, like, I, like I'm like, I had to, like, oh, God, what, uh, Madame Bichu is the lady. That's what it is. Okay, yeah, it's a time oh, sorry, travel I blew back yeah, to like, a reference. I do. Well, <laughs> I, I, I have so many people. I know so many people make Simpsons jokes. So for a moment, I was like, is Madame Bichu a Simpsons joke character or something? Like, oh, no, that's all right. That's, yeah. There's your prequel right there. You have young, sexy Jack just on his Paris adventures. There doesn't have to be a plot. It's just computer-generated young Leonardo DiCaprio just, like, drawing naked ladies for, like, you know, 90 minutes. I want to know where he meets Fabrizio, because I cannot think of where in God's name he could have possibly encountered... That's right, because he's already got Fabrizio at the beginning. Well, I just want to know where he encountered Mario and Luigi's lost cousin. Seriously. That actor? What's that actor up to these days? At all. I have no clue. He's very tiny. <laughs> um, I don't know what else I am doing after Titanic. I am a cartoon. <laughs> it's like, did he go back to fucking Warner like Brothers? The Swedish I don't guys understand. are all like doofy, doofy, nerpy, derp. Like, yeah. Every single I mean, all, all, all quote unquote ethnic characters in that movie are cartoons, man. Every single foreign person in there was borrowed directly from the Warner Brothers animation yeah. studios. Well, even even like the stewards are also like, hey. Hello, what's all this then? Oh, yeah, they're all so uptight that, like, I, again, we've talked about this before, about how Titanic is more of a melodrama than anything else. So, oh, so of course, super melodrama. all the characters are heightened more than they would be in real Well, maybe, who knows? But we live in 2022 where everyone's a heightened character. But, um, <coughs> yeah. Madam B. Ugh. <laughs> Seriously, I'm shocked that there has not been... A pitch for like yeah Titanic prequel. I'm I'm sure James Cameron sure will probably has. write a book someday and he'll talk about all the pitches he got from from the studios about like what their ideas for Titanic too. But oh my I'm god, betting but yeah, you man, that he thinks he's got really elaborate backstories for all his characters. But if we actually asked him to write them down, they'd be absolutely nothing. If you had to, if you were in charge of a new Titanic movie, would would was that be even anything that would interest you? Like, what would you make a new Titanic movie about? Would you just would you come up with a new like set of characters to like lay over the ex- existing story, or if I were in charge, I'd probably go kind of the same route yeah. in the sort of like finding a connection to the present to take you to the past. But be... I don't yeah. know that I'd go the romance route. I think I'd probably go more of the like reticent immigrant. route. You'd almost have to find something else, just because you're not going to be able to top, at least not in living memory. Right. The Jack and Rose thing, so you'd have to find another way into that story, yeah. I think that might be the only thing that saved us so far from having another Titanic movie made, is that it's like, well, I can't can't hold a candle to that. Yeah, it's such a specific... Well, and so many, like I said, so many people just think of the Titanic as just being this romantic thing. A lot of people don't even realize it's an actual tragedy. They're just like, oh, that's just a romance movie, and they're like, oh, that actually happened? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, um, it's... But it's been, yeah, over a quarter century now, and... Uh-huh. 
probably sometime in the next 25 years someone else is going to try to make a titanic movie and not just not just to cash in on the popularity of the the, the well not that it was the first titanic movie ever but I don't know. It just occurred to me, yeah, we'll probably see somebody someday will be like, hey. I mean, probably. It? We're making, remaking everything else. Like, when when are we going to eventually have somebody redoing Gone with the Wind? Man, that's maybe one of the things you can pretty much guarantee. Unless they could figure out how to make that, like, palatable to, to you know, to, unless it's going to be fucking right-wingers. Like Ugh. Donald Trump. Like, yeah, I mean, not to bring everything back to politics like we started talking at the beginning, but like... <laughs> That's the only way I could see, see some uh, fucking... I've never seen... I will keep on wanting to call it Song of the South. I've never seen... What the hell are we talking about? What's the name I think of the that's movie? What, just fell out of my head like a like a block. Gone, Gone with, the with the Wind. Jesus Christ. I also Christ. didn't think about that. <laughs> like, I was kicking against it so bad, I blocked it out of my mind. Like, I've never actually... That, that's one of the few classic movies that, like, I know everyone talks about. Or at least when I grew up, everyone was like, this is one of the classic movies. I have mm-hmm. never seen. I've seen Casablanca. I've seen Citizen Kane. I actually love those movies. I think that they are genuinely great and stand up. Though everyone's sucking those movies' dicks, but like, fuck Gone with the Wind. Fuck that shit. I don't even like. I'm glad that like the last people who care about Gone with the Wind are gonna be dead soon. So it fuck them. Okay, movie. <laughs> yeah. Vivian Lee's gorgeous, but I don't know if I've ever seen Vivian Lee. <coughs> Because it's not who it's not Cary Grant as the main star of Gone with the Wind, right? It isn't. Wasn't. Isn't. I don't even think I know what. I, I but I think know. it is though. Oh man, it can't be Cary. Cary Grant. No, it's Clark cool. Gable. Clark Gable. Guys, <coughs> all the. <coughs> now you got consumption. I'm dying. I <laughs> might not. If I this were a melodrama, the... that means yeah, you'd be coughing. This would be Moulin Dude. Rouge right now, and you'd be coughing oh into your God. little napkin. I might stop the record on this, not because of you, but just because I am so, I am bombing this. I am out we of it. We have been I talking for dead. an hour or two, so we, <clears throat> yeah, unless you want to wrap this up. I mean, you, you can even come back and record an ending to this later, too, so, like, if you want to try to salvage this. Okay. <laughs> As always, a special thank you to Bill Mudrin for tagging along with my continued nonsense. And another special thank you to TitanicFan97, uh, who is viral on TikTok for trying to collect as many copies of Titanic on VHS as he can. So you should follow him. Um, obviously, his handle on TikTok and Twitter is at TitanicFan97. And you can get in touch with Bill on Twitter, too, at, at Mudrin.com. No, uh, nope, at Mudrin on Twitter. Good morning. I'm as out of it as I said I was in the record. <laughs> anyway, you should get in touch with the show. If you're still listening and haven't given me a five-star review and subscribed to the show and liked me on all the socials, uh, shame on you. And you can rectify that now by finding me on all the social medias, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram as Titanic Talkline, or you can send me an email at titanictalkline at gmail.com and leave me a five-star review on your podcasting platform. It's right in your hand, man. Do it. Titanic Talkline was created and produced by me, Alexia. Be sure to keep up with the show on all the social medias at Titanic Talkline on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That is all one word, Titanic Talkline, T-I-T-A-N-I-C-T-A-L-K-L-I-N-E. If you want to get in touch, be on the show, sponsor the show, or have a question or anything you want to tell me, send me an email at titanictalkline, again, all one word, at gmail.com. That's titanictalkline at gmail.com. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time. Bye!